Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library. And today I have a great guest on the Rappin' CPA, Drew Carrick. So welcome to the show, sir. Thanks for having me, man. You know, I, I, I'm so glad we were able to connect, uh, you know, on my show and I'm, I'm honored to be on yours. You know, you've been doing, you've been just railing these out like hundreds of these things. So it's just, <laughs> it's awesome. Well, thanks, man. Thanks. You know, it's always a pleasure when you get to connect with other, you know, accounting and finance professionals, because there aren't that many of us that are, you know, creating consistent content. No, it's true. I mean, and that's, and that's the big push, you know, I mean, like, you know, we're, we're two like-minded people and I feel like, you know, we don't, ha accounts don't have to just be, you know, the people behind the camera, they could be on camera too. <laughs> you know, that's been one of the interesting things, like as people see the videos and they see the content that I put out. And then when I tell them that I'm an accountant there, they have like this puzzled look and <laughs> just like, like what you're doing doesn't really fit the picture I have of an accountant. And then I'm just like, you know, I had a, a funny conversation with, um, with someone, with John Garrett, um, counting background as well and he and I were talking and he was like he asked somebody once he was like you know please describe what's the picture of an accountant that you have and it was just it was hilarious to think about it's like nobody fits that image yeah I mean I when, when people ask me like what do you do it's it's one of the most difficult questions I think that I've that I've ever had to answer I just sit there and I go Eh, well, you know, I got a green screen and I got a camera, like I'm a CPA too. And they, they're like, are you in some sort of like adult film business or something? They're like, oh my God, a green screen and a camera. But it's just, it's a really, you know, I'm like, it's it's unique. You know, accounts aren't just going to be like, I was like, don't ask me about taxes because I don't do taxes. So, you know, that's always the first assumption. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. So tell us a little bit about, you know, your background and kind of how'd you get into where you are now? Uh, so, you know, it's been, it's been a, a fun journey overall. Uh, I had no idea what I wanted to do when I went to college. I was into history. I was into acting. I, I had this entrepreneurial like business endeavor, whether I was trying to create pizza dias and be the local pizza dia delivery pizzas in quesadillas. We'll combine it, throw it on a tortilla. That was like my initial business idea. Then, you know, it evolved until I was going to form this thing called the Carrot Group and it was going to be like an essay writing service. And so it was, I always had that sort of knack. But it really wasn't until I had a really good accounting professor who was just a totally fun, you know, big teddy bear, like strict, but uh, he, he was an excellent teacher and it inspired me to go into accounting. I just, it clicked for me, it made sense and he kind of took me under his wing. Next thing I know, I was president of the accounting club and I was like, shoot, I, I gotta get an internship. And then it just, the, the whole sequence sort of just followed. It was, you know, get your BS in accounting, get your MBA so you have your 150 credits, take the CPA exam, uh, start working in public accounting. So I worked at Grant Thornton, uh, you know, na national firm, number five or six on the list, probably right around now. And uh, and I got that, you know, that big experience. And I went from audit into advisory and consulting. I did a little bit with marketing just because, again, I have all these different avenues I want to feed, the different passions that I kind of want to feed. So I, I want like, to get a chance to do some of the, the marketing, some of the business development. Um, and then I went to private for a little bit and I got the other side. And what a perspective you get by changing you know you, you realize that a lot of these people in public accounting are, are advising businesses but don't really understand what's happening on the other business side um so i thought that was really interesting as well and then of course i just got into thought leadership i i was just i became a millennial spokesperson and it really started because of the public accounting anthem which is 
the music video I made in 2015 when I had started working and I took on this persona of Petty Cash, the rapping CPA, <laughs> and uh, people loved it. And the next thing I know, I'm performing at, at the... Um, at our training sessions, you know, for people across the country. And I was performing at our Christmas parties and our, our summer parties and happy hours. And uh, I just kind of carried through with that. I started writing articles, being on different shows. And, uh, and that sort of plopped me in this unique position to be this guy that's just an accounting content creator and, and influencer. Nice, nice. I, I love it. I, I guess, you know, what was it like, you know, the, the, in the early stages when, like, say, you first started, you know, performing at these events? What, what was it like kind of balancing, like, in the daytime, I'm this, yeah. in the evenings, I'm this? <laughs> you know, so that's, you have it spot on. That was exactly my bio on, like, all of my social media accounts for that time was, like, accountant by day, entertainer by night, <laughs> until the day that I'm living the life. You know, <laughs> that was that was my little like mantra and slogan. It was it was funny because one of the, the, the managing partners of the entire firm, he really enjoyed. I had a little shout out to him in this song. So he really enjoyed hearing the song. So he and he was the one who hosted and ran all the events. So, you know, if he said we're going to do something, everybody's like, yes, we're going to do it. So he would always I, I remember like being in the bathroom at one point and hearing they're like, they're like, is Drew Carrick here? You know what I mean? I like run to the front. They're like, hey, we're, 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 we want you to sing the song or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> All right. You know, it's like, do you mind doing that? I'm like, do I mind? I was like, how much do I got to pay you? You know, because I, I, I just love being on stage and having that. So uh, there was always that little bit of nerves because I'm like, I'm about to perform in front of like 500 people who work in our in our office that I work with on a daily basis. They might think this is totally ridiculous, <laughs> but, you know, a couple drinks and everybody's kind of into it and they're feeling, you know, feeling kind of good. Um, and so I, I I, I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? I just, I performed it all the time and I, I embodied it and I learned to embrace it. And that became who I was at, at the firm. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, how has that really helped you? I mean, you know, building that brand, how has that helped you kind of going forward in what you're doing now? That is the, the gateway, you know, that opened up. I started connecting with, you know, people from Australia, Canada, the UK, uh, just who people had who were into accounting that happened to come across my music video. People were messaging me. I, I was getting all these emails like, hey, we just saw your video. Thought it was so funny. Like our whole entire San Francisco office is like rolling on the floor laughing. <laughs> so it, it was really encouraging to get that feedback and to be like, I can bring joy to people's day, you know, even if it's just for five minutes where they sit and they watch one of these videos because it's relatable to all of them. And kind of going on with that, it, it just, just from the buzz, you know, I had the accounting and finance show of New York reach out and they say, Hey, we want you to speak about millennials. Cause I had also been writing for elite daily, which was like the voice of generation Y, you know, at the time. And I, I rolled with that and I ended up becoming this millennial spokesperson and I was embodying it by making the videos, which is a very millennial thing to do. But I was also talking about real cultural and environmental issues in the office that millennials are fond of, you know, the happy hours and, you know, ping pong tables and mm -hmm. just, you know, focusing on customer, uh, you know, employee engagement. And I thought that was a really important factor. So uh, I kind of just brought it all together and, and, and it's, it's been an amazing networking opportunity for me to end up with the other thought leaders in the industry who are trying to push it forward and, and move the accounting profession into the future. 
Gotcha. I mean, speaking on that, on that networking side, you know, one of the things that I'm always curious to get other people's perspective on is, do you think accountants network well, or do you think that they get the whole idea of networking? I, I think most probably don't. You know, I think one of the things I think is interesting is you always hope that your partner is going to be good at bringing in new business and developing their book of business, how, you know, through client relationships and whatnot. But it's almost a crapshoot. You're hoping that the, the partner that makes it, the person that makes their way up from staff to manager, who's really good at tax or audit or whatever it is that they're doing, you hope that they have those personal skills the people skills to actually be a good networker. And a lot of them, unfortunately, are not. And you're not trained on that either in the accounting profession. It's just, here's your tax updates. Here's your audit updates. Get out there and, and go do it. Here's new regulations from the government. Go tell your clients about it. But nobody's actually telling them how to tell their clients about it. And accounts often think that they're just born with this skill or they're not born with this skill. As, as you and I spoke about previously, um, you can train yourself by just practicing and going at it the same way that you would with learning accounting. You got to college, you didn't know how to do accounting and you taught yourself how to do it. And, and I remember your story where you told me you didn't know how to be on camera and speak and be on a podcast. So you just started doing it. And the next thing you know, you become really good at it. So I think accounts need some help. They need some, some handholding there and just kind of breaking that stereotype and learning, you don't have to act like the stereotype is the other part too. There's this, there's this stigma that you have to kind of be very square and sturdy. And I, you know, I've, I've, I've plenty of qualms with the way that accounts kind of present themselves, but it's, 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 it's not easy, but if you practice and you focus on it, then you can get better at it. Yeah. And I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense because before I left my full-time corporate job i you know went to lunch i took uh actually i reached out to a couple of, of, of cpas in my city that were full-time in their business and one of the things that i asked them was hey you know in building up your firm what was one of your big challenges and even when i asked like you know fractional cfo firm you know leaders or presidents um one of the biggest things that a lot of them consistently said was having a network to drive the, and driving business. And it was one of those things I was like, you know what, there must be a pattern there if all of them are saying the same thing. And then I went and I talked to, I met with some partners of, or some people that just become new partners in different regional accounting firms. And one of the things that they talked about was that was one of the things that they were having to learn is how to bring in new business and do the networking that led to that. So yeah, I completely agree with what you said there. You know, it's, it's funny. There's, there's one very relatable story is that when I was in public accounting, some of the leadership there recognized that that was an issue. And now there's this tough line to ride because you don't want just a bunch of people who can talk, but nobody who knows how to actually do the technical work, mm -hmm. but you need that sort of right blend and that right balance. But they realized there was a real lack of people who had basically Anybody with the personality to be really good with people skills and networking with clients typically isn't the type of person that's going to stick around in public accounting long enough to make it to the point where they're doing that. So they realized that. And I remember when I moved into advisory services, one of the strategies was like, all right, well, there's this one client we really can't seem to get at. We can't seem to grow the business, but we know the CFO. He likes to go out to the, to the local bars. He likes to go drinking, whatever. You're young. You're, you, you've got this sort of party spirit in you. 
why don't we send you out there and you just, you guys just, you just go for the night and just, you know, really try to get at him, go out. And, and, and it was because the, the other people, he just had no interest in hanging out with them because they just didn't have the personality that he was interested in. And for me, when, when the CFO met me, he was, he was like, this guy is, is like my best friend. And so, <laughs> and so we developed a very close relationship then over, over the course of that, just because of having that similar personality and him recognizing this isn't just another accountant. This is somebody I could actually, you know, ha- have a regular conversation with about sports or about uh, relationships, social life, politics, whatever it is, I was able to be that, that person. Nice, nice. No, I, I absolutely love it because it's something I heard uh, when I talked to a marketer, they talked about, you know, when you're marketing, you're just getting out there. Even when I talk to people in business development, it's like, you know, remember what it was like just to develop friends as a kid. Like, don't put too much stress on it. It's just like you're really getting to know people for who they are. And, you know, one of the ways that I found to be able to allow people to get to know me was through a podcast. And, and I'm, I'm curious with, you know, if you could tell us a little about uh, your podcast and, you know, what that's done for you and getting connected to more people. Sure. Yeah. So the, the Millennial Mind is like a podcast style show, which is my initial series, which is going on the platform. I'll, I'll share it later. It's called Evolve Now. Uh, and that's just kind of short conversations about little insights and tidbits. So that's a good way that I've been able to sort of network and just have conversations with other people in the industry or in related topics and get, in under, get their sort of insight, their little perspective. Now the, now, the big podcast that we're building up right now is the CPA Perspective Podcast, which is designed to get different perspectives on the accounting profession and how it will look different in the future. Because I'm always one who's pushing adaptation. It's time to change. It's time to look forward and it's time to evolve. And it requires people talking about it. It requires you and I talking about it on this show. It requires us talking about it on the CPA Perspective podcast. The accounting profession and the entire landscape is going to has already fallen so far behind other industries. And the best way that we can just you know, it's, it's the buzz, it's the awareness. You need to know that there are normal people out there in accounting who you can converse with and everything doesn't always have to be just work and technical focused. And I think a lot of us get caught up thinking, well, I'm talking to the client, so I have to only talk about business with them. Not really picking up on the fact that the client probably doesn't want to talk about necessarily. I mean, unless they're, they're a real like, you know, hard ass where they're, they're, they're straightforward and like, I just want to know the details and get back to work. But most of the time, people in any business, you know, they, they enjoy the coffee breaks where they're talking in the lunchroom and, and chatting with some of their, their friends and they're on IMs and they're messaging each other. That's a major part of the work environment. And it's not, you become more productive by allowing yourself to have that sort of refresher and, and release from just being stuck on the work. And then the, the third podcast I'm working on, which is I'm most excited about, is called MindWise. And the whole point of that is to just get some of the brightest minds in all different areas, whether it's health, fitness, um, business, technology, uh, all different areas, and just have smart conversations with smart people that others can listen in on and feel like, wow, I think I learned something. I feel a little more intelligent. I didn't just hear two people talk about low-level sport nonsense. You know, this is actually society, civilization influencing. So perhaps by listening to some of the shows and listening to influencers like you and I, these individuals who hear it are able to sort of pivot the way their mindset is and their mentality. And, mm-hmm. and of course, networking is, is a major you know, benefit of, of having different shows and content that you put out. 
Awesome. I love it. Now, where can people go if they want to check out any of those shows? So evolvenow.biz, which is, you know, evolvenow.biz um, is going to be this website where access to all of it is, is going to be had. So there's going to be a bunch of shows from a lot of different thought leaders who are sharing their insights about things that we need to be thinking about as accountants in the profession and also what the future of the profession is going to look like. So I'm one of the hosts of the Millennial Mind there, and I host the CPA Perspective podcast on there. And uh, we're at Evolve Now Online on, on all social media platforms. It, personally, for me, if anybody had a specific question, it's at The Wrapping CPA. So. <laughs> nice, nice. I love it. I love it. Now, is that The Wrapping CPA across all social media platforms? Across all, you could do slash you slash the wrapping CPA on YouTube or on LinkedIn. It's at the wrapping CPA on Instagram or on Twitter. So I'm 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 unif I'm a unified brand across the board. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, before we wrap up, one question I always like to ask every guest that comes on is, you know, when you think about your journey and you think about, you know, where you've been, what you're doing now and where you're headed, you know, what's two lessons that you've learned that you would share with other business owners? So th this is, I, I feel like, a really, good, really good question. And over the course of my career, I've always claimed to be this entrepreneur. And a lot of people, I think, nowadays they watch Gary V. and they're like, "I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm going to be a motivational speaker." And and it wasn't until recent, you know, recently that I realized this. And and this is a bit one of the big keys is that you don't know everything right away. Um, you have to be willing to keep going when others will stop and you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. It's easy to say I'm an entrepreneur because I want to start a business, but you know, you have to go beyond where others are just going to, you know, if you really cared about making that sale, you would be door to door knocking on people saying, Hey, I have this t-shirt. Do you want to buy it? You know, if, if you're like, Oh, it's just not, it's not really working. My marketing's not working. Well, you can make it work if you really try to pursue it. And this is something that you know, I, I didn't even do myself until until recently realizing you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And then the biggest point I would say is you have to decide and commit to being an entrepreneur because there's this illusion, like I said, of being an entrepreneur and you're wasting your time if you're pretending to be an entrepreneur, but you're doing other stuff. You can't say, oh, well, I'm starting a business. It's just really tough. You know, oh, I'm heading out. I'm heading out Friday night, Saturday night. You know, oh, I have this thing. You want to hang out? You want to get dinner? I'm like, no, I don't want to get dinner because I'm trying to build a business, you know, it, and again, it's fine either way, whatever it is that you want to do, you know, but then you're lying to yourself. If you're saying, oh, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm really grinding. I'm really hustling because no, you know, everything is a trade-off. So you want to go ahead and, 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 and have dinner with friends and go out to the bars. Like, that's fine. That's what brings you happiness. Do it a hundred percent. But then you're, you're, what you're, what you're lacking then is you're not catching up on sleep or you're not catching up on work that you're doing. And, you're not really building the business that you need to do. So if you want to be an entrepreneur, it's just you have to commit and decide that that's what you want to do. Because otherwise, you know, I, I'll admit I spent eight years of my life probably, you know, from, from when I was midway through college saying, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I really want to go. And I, and I half started a bunch of things, but didn't really commit to doing it. And then ended up with nothing to show for all of this entrepreneurial work that I've done. You know, I got good experiences, but really nothing to show for it because I didn't fully commit to doing it. So I would definitely say you have to decide and fully commit. I love it. I love it. And I, I think, you know, I, living that experience, I will say yeah. I, I probably very similar to, to your experience of 
toyed around with the idea, or I, let me say, I flirted with the idea of entrepreneurship, but it wasn't until, like I said, starting the firm that I have now that I really committed. So I, I, I absolutely love what you shared. Yep. Well, Drew, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. It's been a pleasure having you. And before we go again, um, what's the web? Can you repeat the website again where if people want to go check out your shows? So um, to connect with me personally, it's therappingcpa.com. Uh, and like I said, at the Wrapping CPA on all social medias. And for the shows and all the, the, the platform where we're going to have all of these shows that's representing the future of accounting content. Because like I said, accounting content needs to change. Accounting professionals need to be ready for the future. The best way to start doing that is just consuming content about the future, new insights from smart people in the industry. And that's evolvenow.biz. Uh, or at Evolve Now online on all social media platforms. Awesome. I love it. And thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, man. Always a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Finance and Accounting Show. If you like what you heard, don't be selfish. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and then share this with a friend because you know a business owner that could definitely use this insight. So be sure to hit that subscribe button, share it with a friend, and turn on the notification bell so you get all the updates when we release a new episode.